0: this uh go ahead and start you did when i used so they heard me say go ahead and start they heard a lot of pre-production going on there uh good afternoon comedy schools Network.com listeners my name's tony visick you are excuse me you get the uh, frog in my throat as well you are uh now as usual the very first ones to be able to tune in to Living on a Thin Line, every Sunday morning at 2 p.m. The 2 p.m. is not exact. I mean, sometimes we come on at 1:57 or 158. We try not to come on late. But right now, what I'm doing, radio listeners, is I'm waiting. There, God, it didn't even, this time it went fast. Uh, It's still saying smile for the thumbnail. I don't know if I, all right, I guess it already did it. You know, that's a horrible picture of me. Uh, I always have to wait for YouTube To uh, put up its thing, the smile for the thumbnail. There, I'm not smiling. But um, we're going to go live on YouTube right now as well. Uh, Yes, we are. The circle is spinning. Uh, There we go. And we are live now on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. And in just a few seconds, we'll be live, of course, on Facebook Live. So there you are, ladies and gentlemen. Three ways to access the entertainment today uh, on uh, Facebook Live. Uh, Tony Visick on my page on uh, YouTube channel Comedy Schools and on uh, ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork dot com. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Um, this is the first uh, holiday uh, of any uh, um, our uh, commemorative day of any uh, size or import, I believe, since uh, uh, this uh, crisis began. And I hope that in a uh, safe and sane way that you were able to uh, connect with uh, uh, your loved ones and uh, and especially your mother. Uh, so happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, uh, and happy, uh, happy life to each and every one of us. It is Sunday afternoon. This is your daily diversion, your daily distraction for all the weirdness, anxiety, and hoopla going on in the world today. It's not just happening to me. It's not just happening to you. It's not just happening to the city you're in or the state you're in or even the country you're in. This is a worldwide situation, and hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully, that we are all participating in finding ways to um, uh, finding ways to be able to deal with it effectively. Uh, a couple things uh, that they tell us we can do to deal with it effectively is keep ourselves as uh, socially distant as much as possible. Uh, don't uh, run around coughing on people. <coughs> all right? Don't be hanging out with people coughing. <coughs> all right? And uh, I think kindness should be the watchword, kindness and decency. So when you're out in the world, ladies and gentlemen, let's be kind and decent to everyone, okay? Um, Sometimes that can be a little hard and I'm gonna tell you why. Because you may be going out there going, I'm gonna be kind and decent today, and you may experience a lot of people who don't seem to be sharing your philosophy. And that's when your philosophy is put to test, okay? That is when you take a breath, that is when you uh, uh, smile, that is when you move forward, with whatever your plan was at the moment. So it's Mother's Day. Uh, my brother Jerry and his, um, I'm going to say it now, fiance are now watching, okay? Uh, they are now watching along with a lot of other good friends too, Trey Goodman and Andrew Freeman, uh, new friends, old friends, Charles Kaminsky, uh, Tim Slagle. Uh, I see your names pop up there. That's why I mention them. There's other people watching whose names don't pop up. But uh, my brother Jerry and his fiance, Lily are watching, and I'm going to announce here now, unless one of them stop me, okay, I'm going to announce right here now that uh, going once, Jerry, going twice, going three times, uh, my brother Jerry has proposed to the lovely, gorgeous uh, uh, Lily, and uh, uh, though they don't have, a, the only reason they don't have a wedding date set yet, they're waiting to see if it will have to be a socially distant wedding, or they'll be able to invite friends and family But congratulations, yay, Yay. and that is our producer, who just happens to be my wife, Shirley Lovizek, and you two, we could not be happier for you, we could not be happier for you, okay, Uh, and I look forward, very much so, very much so, to the day when I'll be able to see both of you in person, and give you big old hugs, all right, and I'm hoping that that day comes soon, I don't know if you've been out in the world much, um, Shirley and I, uh, we, uh, we, we're really careful when we go out, but we go out more than once a week. And I don't mean go out to the bar. We don't mean go out dancing. I mean, we find that there are reasons that we must uh, venture out into the world, whether it's a banking situation or an insurance situation or even a food or a home repair situation. And we, when we go out, we are wearing face masks and we are wearing gloves. I know this. I know that the face mask primarily is for others. So that if I cough, that my cough doesn't get on them. Uh, And I noticed that a lot of people aren't. And I don't know if people are really getting that that concept. You know, hold on. Every once in a while you see my hand go up there like that. I'm just swiping away notifications. Um, I don't think people are really getting that concept. The mask isn't necessarily going to protect you. It can protect you a little bit. It can protect you some. And some is better than none. But its primary purpose is to protect others from you. So we wear our masks as we go out. We wear our gloves. It reduces our anxiety, and uh, uh, we want to participate in helping to bring down the R-naught. Uh, and if you don't know what the R-naught is, I didn't know what it was either, but it is the rate of infection. Originally, this thing had a rate of infection of 2.5, meaning that for every person who had it that was going out in the public, they were infecting two and a half other people who the half was. I don't know, a short person. I don't know. I don't know how all this works. And then each one of them, we're infecting two and a half people. And we want to get that R-naught down well below one, okay? And that's what we're working on. What we're working on today right now, just having some fun, saying happy Mother's Day. If you've watched this show before, then you know that um, uh, Then you know that uh, it's built around three things. Interaction with you, where if you want to uh, post a question or a comment here on Facebook Live or on YouTube on the Comedy Schools channel or on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com, where you could be listening, and Shirley is manning that uh, that station right there. Well, she's womaning it, she's a woman. She wouldn't be manning it. Would you say womaning it? I don't know, I don't know, she's watching it. She's keeping an eye on it, okay? And if you uh, have a question or comment there, she will relay it to me. So it's built around that. It's also built around me showing you some knickknack or trivia or autographed memorabilia that I have here in my home and recommending two pieces of music from my vast vinyl collection. Um, legally, license-wise, I can't play music. And if I played music, it would just be a radio show. So I recommend, uh, I've dug through my uh, vast vinyl collection, and uh, uh, I recommend two pieces of music, some of which you may be familiar with from the past but forgotten how much you enjoyed it. Uh, Some you may have never heard before, and now you get to experience something old made new for you. All right, so as far as the memorabilia goes, I'm going to show you something here uh, that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, Especially because it's Mother's Day. Here we go. Take a look at that There we have it Got a good look at it and for my YouTube friends there we have it What is that? That is a picture of My father my mother and me my father my mother and me I don't know that it was taken on Mother's Day I know that was taken sometime after August 13th, 1955, because um, that's when I was born. And you can see that my dad is quite happy. See that smile, okay? And you see that my mom it's quite serious, because she's the one who has to hold the package, okay? She's the one who has to hold the package, the package being me. So uh, this was taken in old North St. Louis, where I was raised till I was 10 years old, in the inner city, uh, my mother and father in this were probably sixteen and eighteen years old, thereabouts, or seventeen and eighteen years old. My mother had me when she was 16. My father turned 18 one week after. There they are. Just a teenage, teenage husband and wife with a little baby in the mid in the late 50s. And if you want to talk about times of anxiety, fraught, and woe and concern. Try being a teenager in the late 50s with a baby. Uh, the old man does have a beer in his hand. I didn't know. <laughs> and it is. Oh, Jesus. It looks like a Falstaff. Falstaff, <laughs> which was a pretty uh, inexpensive beer. Uh, the big beer that was drank in St. Louis in those times for by working class people was um, Falstaff and Bush. Uh, the Bush Brewery, its flagship beer was Budweiser, but it's cheaper beer. For some reason, they... Their cheaper beer, they put their own name on, Bush. And we used to joke about it when you uh, popped the top, but in those days, they still used the church key where you actually had to open them up with a little uh, 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 implement and to make that bush, bush, We said that's why they named it Bush. Um, they lived hand-to-mouth in a working-class neighborhood where jobs were scarce, times were difficult, and they made it through, and they stayed married from... The mid-1950s, For uh, I think what happened was my dad, the story is, I'll tell you the story. The story is my dad, who was uh, kind of a, uh, a rounder and a rambler, some would say a juvenile delinquent, some would say like in 1950s, like, hey man, hey man, what are you doing in this alley, man? You got a wallet? That um, he was headed for a life of uh, um, being a ne'er-do-well, but then he met my mother, The story is that uh, he went home after seeing my mother but not speaking to her at a place called The Highway Show off of uh, 19th and Montgomery in Old North St. Louis and told his mom, I just saw the girl I'm going to marry. And his mom said, what's her name? He goes, I don't know. I haven't talked to her, but that's who I'm going to marry. And um, then one day he was walking through an alley nearby, and my mom could do that whistle where you put two fingers in your teeth and blow like that, and uh, blew. And he turned around and she went, hey, boy. So they were both immediately attracted to one another. They were both Catholic, and she was a good Catholic girl. And uh, there'd be no hugging and no kissing until she got a wedding ring. And um, in the state of Illinois, right across the river from St. Louis, Missouri, you could get married uh, at the age they were without uh, parental consent. And they went to, and my dad took her to Illinois and married her. I was born just a little over nine months after that. And that's their story, and they're sticking to it. So they got married in 1954. I was born in 1955, and they stayed married all the way up until uh, my father went on to his reward in uh, the year 2000. Uh, They raised uh, two other boys. One of them is watching right now, my brother Jerry, and, of course, my brother John. Uh, They went from living in downstairs basement apartments in a uh, musty old uh, 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 working-class neighborhood, dying neighborhood in St. Louis, all the way to owning 20 to 30 acres of property out in House Springs, Missouri, and being quite well off. So, uh, I'm just, why am I telling you this? I'm telling you it's because it's Mother's Day, and my mom is not here. She's in heaven. That's what I believe. Uh, I believe there's a heaven. I don't believe there's a hell. Okay, that makes no sense. Okay, I don't know if you get into heaven right away if you're kind of a douchebag here, but I don't see anything you could do here that would be uh, equate to an all-eternity thing. It's not what the show is about, but I'm just telling you Um, That, um, but she knows. She knows, and, uh, and every day I'm appreciative and grateful to her and my dad for all that they did. As young people, we oftentimes are angry with our parents for things they did. But as time goes by, and as you, and some of you are aware of this, as time goes by, and you have your own stumbles and falls and scrapes with life, and you reflect back on them, you go, oh, I kind of get it now. I kind of get it now. Seeing my own flaws lets me much more understand what may have been their flaws as well. So I'm grateful to them. I'm grateful for the life that they gave me. I'm grateful for uh, them raising me in North St. Louis and the richness of the, that inner city and then moving us out to House Springs, Missouri and the wonders of that great rural landscape. And it being there for me all the way, all the way till... um. Uh, both of them till my father uh, went on and then my mother eventually went on to meet him. Which after he left is all she really wanted to do. And now they're together. Okay. And uh, so happy Mother's Day, Mom. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there who are with us now are waiting for us later. Okay. That was our little piece of trivia. A picture of me from uh, 1956. I don't know how old I am there. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But boy, wasn't she pretty. Look at that. Weren't they a good looking couple of kids? Gosh, darn it. Gosh darn it, they were a couple of good-looking kids. He was. They used to say he looked like the actor John Derrick. John Derrick later on married uh, Bo Derrick. Uh, it's not that they both had, it wasn't like, hi, I'm John Derrick, hi, I'm Bo Derrick. Hey, weird, we both got the same last name. Her name was Bo something else. He married and she became Bo Derrick. I think her name was Bo Svensson. No, that was a Swedish actor who sta- started a bad version of Walking Tall Part 2. That's our trivia for the day. Commemorating Mother's Day. Now, uh, let's get to this list, okay? A list of our coolest people ever. Here's who's now permanently on the list, and it's up to nine. And here they are, going from nine to one. Number nine, Billie Holiday. Miss Lady Sings the Blues herself. She was a cool, cool, cool chick. She was a jazz singer. She epitomized cool in all of her demeanor. In all the adversity she she faced, she still could get behind that microphone and with that smoky, sultry voice that had that stunning timing. You're going, how did you know to come in on that note? The epitome of a cool jazz singer, Miss Billie Holiday. That's number nine. Number eight, Jack Nicholson, the man with the killer smile. Jack Nicholson, the man with the killer smile, the man who will forever be remembered for uh, great movies like The Shining, but I believe that his apex was Chinatown, where uh, he starred as uh, J.J. Giddis in a uh, 1970s homage to 1940s film noir films. The cool thing about Chinatown, that John Huston was in Chinatown, the great director John Huston, who directed Humphrey Bogart in The Maltese Falcon, one of the classic, if not the best film noir movie ever made. Uh, Then, of course, at number seven is Humphrey Bogart himself. Humphrey Bogart, Casablanca. Casablanca alone puts him on the list. Alone. One scene, just the white tux, the way he walked through his casino. Puts him there. Number six, Prince. Prince, uh, an ungodly talented human being. Steve McQueen, Mr. Cool himself. Steve McQueen. If you don't believe he's cool, watch Bullet. Bullet. Okay, then Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra, if you got a a cool list and you don't put Frank Sinatra on it, then, then there's something wrong with you. All right. Number three, James Dean. Once again, one of the coolest people in the universe. A man who created the archetype that almost all American leading men still try to aspire to. James Dean. Number two, who I believe is currently the coolest man alive. Mr. Keith Richards. All I to do just call me Buddy Holly. Do you ever notice when Keith Richards has a cigarette in his mouth and never quite makes it to his mouth? It's like, well, um, here, this is going to be a cigarette, okay? it's a pen look like, uh, you know so when we were kids we were poor, but we we listen to some uh, buddy holly records and then of course uh, that's how i learned to play the guitar um he is number 2 number 1 on our list of coolest people the guy who created perhaps the concept of cool with the album birth of the cool cuz he created a new kind of music called cool jazz miles davis So those are our nine. We are looking for a final one. Abhinav Goyal asks, what's the uh, best film nor movie of all time? Um, I would tell anybody who's going to start out and didn't know film nor start with the Maltese Falcon. Start with the Maltese Falcon. And then we go from there. Okay? Uh, you could also go to Farewell, My Lovely. um, uh, And then, yeah, in both Bogart films, both Bogart films. Uh, Wait a minute, no, it's not called Farewell, My Lovely, the Bogart one, it's called, so. anyway, just start with uh, uh, The Maltese Falcon, and then jump all the way to 1974 to Chinatown, and you'll kind of get what I'm talking about, these great detective film noir uh, stories that uh, seem to be able to catch the story that's not out in the bright light, but in the dark shadows. Okay, all right, so we got one more to go, one more to go, and here's who's on the list, okay, Uh, and the list has gotten kind of unwieldy here. Uh, Because then all of a sudden I was put in charge of writing it down because I grabbed the paper. Uh, Kurt Cobain's on the list. Denzel Washington's on the list. Catherine Hepburn's on the list. Lil Richard's on the list. Bob Dylan. Lenny Bruce. uh, Let's see. uh, Chuck Norris. Samuel Jackson. Bruce Lee. President John Kennedy. Richard Pryor. Buddy Rich. uh, Did I say Lauren Bacall already? Uh, My brother and I. Someone put Jerry in. Tina. Elvis. Muhammad Ali, uh, Charles Bronson, Sean Connery, and Dean Martin. Now you can vote for any one of those. Right now, Dean Martin has the most votes. Uh, falling right behind him in votes, by the way, is Denzel Washington. So, um, and I don't know if we're gonna, I don't know if we're gonna settle this today. Now, what's gonna happen is once we, the regular patrons of Living on a Thin Line, have compiled and finished this list, I'm gonna put it up on social media and then let all the the trollsters uh, argue about. Um, Argue about uh, whether we were right or wrong. Uh, uh, Lily says, number 10 has to be a woman. Yes, I would, it could be, we do have, there is a woman on the list. Billie Holiday is, is a woman. She was a female jazz singer. She was a female jazz singer. And I'm not going to argue with the logic of that number 10 has to be a woman. Uh, here are the women who are on the list. Remember, we're going for cool. Not just who we like. I like John Wayne movies, but John Wayne wasn't cool. If Miles Davis is number one, where does John Wayne fall on the list of cool? um probably like 98 or something I don't know but I mean great act great western actor you know, all, my all time my little I raised my daughter on John Wayne movies and now uh my little granddaughter Selma uh calls me one day uh by video call and goes oh and grandpa I have been watching westerns and telling me about it and I'm recommending westerns to her and we're gonna get her to watch true true grit the John Wayne version of true grit and the man who shot Liberty Valance, that was my uh, daughter's, my daughter's suggestion was True Grit. Mine was the, the man who shot Liberty Valance. My daughter, Alicia, uh, talking to uh, uh, Amy's daughter, uh, Selma. So, but I still don't think that John Wayne's cool, okay? It doesn't belong to the uh, on a cool list. Belongs on a great movie star list. One of the greatest movie stars of all time. Um, anyway, anyway, uh, number 10 could be a woman. Here's the women that we have so far. Uh, is uh Little Richard? No, that's not right. Uh, he's not. He's not. Okay, Catherine Hepburn, Tina Turner. Uh, we already put Billie Holiday on. Lauren Bacall. Mmm. What do you guys think of that? Jerry saying Lauren Bacall. So that's two for Lauren Bacall. Like I said, I don't know that we'll settle this today, because we have still got Dean Martin with four. Two for Lauren Bacall. Uh, Lauren Moller said the man who shot Liberty Valance. Yeah. Yeah, we recommended that movie, uh, and my, my, little, my daughter Alicia, when she was little, we used to watch it, and I would take her out playing, but she would talk to me about that movie. Hey, Dad, what do you think about this? Hey, Dad, what do you think about that? It was, um, not only was it a wonderful time in my life, but it's a time that I can look back on and uh, with uh, joy and pride, and not with any sort of sorrow that it's gone, because all moments leave. All moments leave. So we savor, we savor them as they come, and uh, we, we live them as they come, and savor them as they go uh lauren bacall now has two votes it would be interesting for a variety of reasons all right let me make sure i've got katherine hepburn uh lauren bacall tina turner uh yeah i don't was there any other one okay all right so that's where we are uh now we got three for lauren bacall three for lauren bacall so Jerry, my brother Jerry, and Lily have both voted Lauren Bacall. So now um, you know Jerry that you're going to have to um, you're going to have to um, watch uh, the big sleep, okay, with Lily, and you're going to have to watch the have and Had Not, and I believe Key Largo, okay, with Lily, because those are Bogart Bacall pictures. You're going to have to look at those. Like I said, I don't know if we'll settle this today. Uh, Lily says Monica Bellucci, and I don't know who that is, but we'll find out, all right? Let's move on to the music we're going to recommend today, okay? So uh, I'm going to go kind of wild here. Uh, Here's something, bam, all right? This album we're recommending. It's going to be hard for you to see, all right? It's hard for you to see, all right? On YouTube, you can see that it's a cartoon, kind of a, a drawing of a thin man with a cowboy hat and a guitar. I don't know how well you guys can see it there. Because of the light shining. This album is a rare album, man. It is called uh The Spirit of Hank Williams. Okay? And this album, okay, is uh a compilation of his stuff uh that isn't always the very top big hits that he made, but a lot of really great, beautiful songs. And they are window shopping, wearing out your walking shoes, teardrop on a rose, lost on the river, Jesus died for me, a home in heaven. Fool about you, the pale horse and his rider. Uh, if you'll be my baby, if you'll be a baby to be. Mother's gone, dear brother. When you're tired in of breaking hearts, and let me recommend two songs off of this album of uh, not the massive classic hits that so that hundreds played afterwards. Window shopping, okay. Uh, window shopping is definitely one. And lost on the river. So if you like Hank Williams and you're not familiar with the songs Window Shopping and Lost on the River. Please give those a listen. This is a rare offbeat album of Hank Williams' uh, songs that were not top 10 hits, or if they were, uh, they didn't stick around very long. I don't know where I got it, but I got a pre-owned vinyl for $4.99, and it's a pretty fucking cool album. By the way, you can never go wrong. Uh, sitting back and listening to Hank Williams, whether you like rap or jazz or country. People ask me to go, how can you listen to, how can you like Miles Davis and Hank Williams? I go, I'll tell you why, because they both tapped into that other thing. That's something. They both tapped into the human soul. They both did it. They're both authentic. They're both real. And their music is always striving and trying. So we're talking Hank Williams. Now, the other one, of course, we're going to recommend because it's Sunday. Okay. Because it's Sunday. Uh, Jerry just asked, do I still have Aphrodite's Child 666? No. And I'm going to tell you what happened. Okay. Over the years, that album, which I played some songs uh, for Shirley from that album just a few weeks ago. I said, this is some weird stuff I used to listen to when I was a teenager that hardly anybody knows. uh, Was stolen out of back of Peggy Cochran's classroom uh, when I was a junior in high school. So, um, we had this marvelous, we had some marvelous teachers in, uh, in high school when I was going to Lon Simmons and Peggy Cochran being the two most marvelous, uh, while we were in high school. And Peggy would let us bring records in and play them and discuss the records and the meaning of the records. Jesus Christ Superstar had come out, I think the year before, and there was a lot of controversy about the, uh, characterization of Jesus Christ in there. So it led to some really vibrant, wonderful, con- not arguments, but conversations in her class. And then she let us bring in other music, and I brought in uh, Aphrodite's uh, Child, the Aphrodite's Child album, and someone stole it, okay? And I still remember that of all the albums I've owned, of ones I've lost, probably left somewhere, don't even realize I had, or even as I go through this vinyl collection go, wow, I didn't even know I had this record, that one I remember, because that is a hell of an album. And if you want to listen to that, just uh, uh, you can YouTube Aphrodite's Child and find their music. But going with a more traditional recommendation today and also because it's such a cool album cover. Ladies and gentlemen, if it's Sunday, there he is. The chairman of the board himself, Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. So, uh, And that is a classic uh, late 50s, early 60s, Frank Sinatra album cover. It's just him... All dapper with that look on his face. That figure, come with me. We're going to get in trouble. Frank Sinatra got more people. Frank Sinatra was the Keith Richards of his time. People can't keep up with Keith. People could not keep up with Frank. The man had a wooden leg and an insatiable appetite for the ladies. What's funny is Keith is not that. Keith is like, well, you know, I like like birds, but they're always around. But I like love. You know, he's been married forever. Uh, On this album, and this is a remaster. So it sounds stunning. You could play these remasters on like a crappy little turntable, and they still sound tons better. It's from the Capitol Vaults, 180-gram 100, vinyl, audiophile quality, faithfully restored, limited edition, Capitol stereo with full Spectra. Frank Sinatra, Come Dance With Me, with Billy May and his orchestra. Great tunes on here. Come Dance With Me is killer. Something's Gotta Give. He did so many great standards. Something's Gotta Give, Something's Gotta Give. Just in Time. Just in time, I found you just in time. Dancing in the dark. A lot of you think that uh, Bruce Springsteen uh, coined that phrase, dancing in the dark. No, it's from, it's from a song uh, way back when. Too Close for Comfort, great fun song, great jazz tune. I could have danced all night. Early, early 20th century tune, uh, 1920s or 30s that Frank did. And Saturday night, which is Saturday night is the loneliest night of the week. So, uh, and other great tunes, you can't go wrong, kicking back on a Sunday to a little Frank Sinatra. Okay, that's kind of our show for the day. Couple things to tell you about, and this is kind of important to me, so listen carefully. Um, Tonight at 7 p.m. on Zoom, it's Tony Visick presents Sunday Night's Funnier. It's the Mother Day edition with my favorite female comic, okay, Diane Miner. Uh, She's a mother, and she's funny. She's the mother also of a very funny guy, Travis Minor, who will be making a guest appearance along with Manny the Soccer Dad and uh, Mr. Marriage himself, Joe Gannon, and yours truly. I'm going to post the link right above this show on my Facebook page right after we end. Buy a ticket. Support these comics, okay? The money goes to the comics and to local food banks in my neighborhood. Okay, that's where the majority of the money goes to. Uh, it's a great way to support it. This is the new movement in entertainment, despite what some crabby old bastards might complain about, and it's kind of sad to see that. The new movement in entertainment is going to be the type of technology where I can put on a show with comics all over the world, and they're on one stage. And that stage is your telephone, your computer, your television. And we're going to bring it to you tonight, 7 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. Tony Tony Vizca presents Sunday Night's Funnier. Also, have you ever thought about doing stand-up comedy? And what else are you doing right now? Learn something new. Learn a new language. Learn how to play guitar. Learn how to write. And we can help you with that a lot. We can teach you simple ways to do short-form writing so it doesn't eat up your entire day. Go to comedyschools.com in order to get that information to get signed up for our new workshops coming up at the end of May. Man, I can't believe the half hour already shot by. I love you all very much. Congratulations to Jerry and Lily on their upcoming nuptials. All right, check out Hank Williams. Check out Frank Sinatra. Happy Mother's Day to my mom in heaven. Okay, and we got one more to go on our list. One more to go on our list. We're going to settle it this week and then get it posted. Coolest people ever. And you know what? You guys are the coolest people ever for watching this. All right, we got to go. Thank you very much for my wife and producer, Shirley Lovisic. I want to thank you. We'll see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Living on a Thin Line. Bye-bye.